Hello, this is Inanna Moon, and welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. My quote for today is, Friendships between women, as any woman will tell you, are built of a thousand small kindnesses, swapped back and forth and over again. And that's by Michelle Obama from her book, Becoming. Uh, So today's topic is the importance of friendship. Um, They help us integrate with the world. We deal with stress and we deal with work better. We make better lifestyle and love choices. We are mentally and emotionally healthier. We can heal and find our own strength. We build and improve other relationships because of our friendships. We connect with our spiritual our spiritual life perspectives when they are real, caring, face-to-face relationships in our lives. And there was one study that even suggested spending time with positive friends actually changes our outlook for the better. So one wonders if it's not a positive friend, what does that, how does that change your outlook? Um, there's someone else laughing here. And so I'm introducing my friend, Allison, um, who gets mentioned quite a bit at the very end of the podcast. Um, Allison Werner, she is my friend. And so she's here for the discussion on friendships. How are you? I'm good. Thanks good. for having me. Um, is there th- anything you want to tell us about yourself or about? We're going to start anyway with about us as friends. So. <laughs> That'll probably That's get to the to real you. personal. Um, yeah, no, I mean, in my professional life, I work as a writer and editor for a medical magazine. And yeah, and then on the side, I've helped you in the past with uh, your everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so how to do that? What is Twitter? <laughs> what is a website? What's the best way to say this? What's the best kind of picture to use for this? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, and so so dear listeners, we use our friends. That's what I'm trying to say. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Gives you more rounded friendship. <laughs> <laughs> that was something interesting. I, you know, it's so funny to me when I, um, when I'm about to do an interview, how the topic comes up throughout the week or the weeks that I'm planning mm-hmm. to do the podcast. So something about friendship came up, um, which I'd never thought about is why we may or we may not. Most of us won't spend a time time going. Hmm, I ought to go out and find some friends. Mm-hmm. We won't plan it mm-hmm. or network network it or negotiate it because um, the thought is that that's very inauthentic mm-hmm. that if, if you do that mm-hmm. but if you need friends we'll get to that at yeah. some point but yeah. we, if you need friends maybe you do need to the, the person was saying nothing wrong with doing that mm-hmm. it's just we get embarrassed about yeah about doing that. yeah we're not used to being proactive yeah yeah for, as far as happens we usually fall into our yeah. friendships yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how did we fall into this? <laughs> how did we fall into this? God. Um, let's see. We met in a writing group. Writing group. For how long ago now? I don't know. Yeah, we didn't talk wow. about this. Uh, probably at least 13. Is it? 13? No, it's more than 10. It's more than 10. Uh, more than 10. Okay. I wouldn't say 12 to 13 12 years to 13 ago. Years God. Ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. scary. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, we met in That's a writing group. That's what you group. do with your friends. You know how time flies <laughs> once you look at how long you've been a friend of yeah, someone's. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, we met in a writing group. Um, but I don't think we really kind of 
really came into our friendship until like I lost my mom uh, about 10 and a half years ago now. And before that had happened, um, you had done a reading for one of the members in our writing group, kind of just to help her with something that was going on in her life. And I kind of saw you do this. And that's when I realized what you do. And I, well, I, I love, what is it you do? <laughs> well, I had grown up yeah. with it because my mother was very enmeshed and metaphysical and also. And I think we did talk about that. Okay, I don't remember I if we did. that was fascinating. Okay. I, I, yeah, I see you more like some of the scientists that mm-hmm. I worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but finding out that your mother was into meta, all things metaphysical, yeah. Yeah. truly. yeah. Um, yeah. and her and her shamanic or mm-hmm. sh- her um, yeah shamanic and native background yeah was yeah. fascinating okay yeah. I, I couldn't remember if there we had talked about that of, before there was a little bit we of might have yeah but um yeah but I was aware of what you did and kind of maybe we did have that conversation we must have had that conversation because I think what solidified our friendship is my mother died and that night I was kind of in a panic because I was like. I need to smudge. And the funny thing is, like, I had grown up around it. Mm-hmm. I had, She had always smudged the house. She would smudge us when times of crisis or when we were just frazzled or whatever. And I was like, I need to smudge. It was mm-hmm. just like this comforting thing. And I was so worried about doing it wrong because she was always the one who did it. I wasn't the one who right. did it. I watched her, but I wasn't paying, you know, I didn't feel like I was paying attention in that moment of, you know, right. grief. Right. And I called you because it was just like, I couldn't think of, I, there was really no one else in my friend circle who did what my mom did. Like you were actually the first person in oh. my friend circle who actually gets that side of me. Of yes. Most of my friends don't have any of that background, aren't mm-hmm. really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just like your name flashed into my mind. And so I hmm. reached out to you that night and you walked me through what to do. Um, yeah. And so then I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks later, we were having lunch and you basically kind of did a reading for me, um, you know, in the aftermath of that. And that was kind of like where I realized, okay, I trust you with something that's incredibly mm-hmm. personal and just, you know, and right. I realized you were there and like I could connect with you. And just from there, it just, you know, it did. I, it should, went from there. I should point out for anyone who's not sure what smudging is, mm. that's um, the use of sage or um, sweet grass or even um, there there are other there are other um, oils and resins and mm-hmm. so forth that can be used mm-hmm. copal is one Native Americans often use mm-hmm. but um, to to smoke your home yeah. your energy field so it's the it's the sending smoke all around an area mm-hmm. for the purpose of energetic and spiritual cleansing is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. See, that was even interesting. Mm. I remember this. It was very touching for me to receive that from you. Um, very interesting, though. So your mother, w- for occasions like that, mm-hmm. that were either a crisis mm-hmm. or when we were frazzled or just yeah, you know you're, you're when she would just kind of know when we were out yeah out of sorts or stress and she would smudge you yeah like, she would make you stand there and smudge you <laughs> now part of that so part of what touched me is first of all that was that would have never happened in my growing up there mm-hmm. was no idea or concept mm-hmm. of smudging mm-hmm. um 
but this felt so nurturing to me. So mm-hmm. um, something something I had wanted to talk about was how nurturing friends are to yeah. one another. Even if one is just trying to be of support to the other mm-hmm. one, you never know how that that person may be supporting you if you're the one mm-hmm. that's trying to be of help. Um, I was surprised because what I felt was, I, first of all, I don't have children. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think of you as my <laughs> child, although sometimes, <laughs> so I do read for her mother mediumistically, um, but I had a sense, I've gotten a sense quite a few times of take care of my baby. So yeah. I do know, yeah. and we've talked about yeah. that, but, but the feeling of um, of being asked to extend myself mm-hmm. beyond a clientele, mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think at that point, so there 10, 11 years ago, mm-hmm. I had not taught other people how to smudge, but this was mm-hmm. like everything mattered oh, that's interesting. in that in that moment yeah. to me. And I was listening for her. I found mm-hmm. that interesting because she was, um, I now know, she was extending herself mm-hmm. and wanted to make sure you were cared for Mm -hmm. so it was really (laughs) I may have explained a little too long that evening because (laughs) it it seemed like it really really mattered and um and she I I now to now get she was Mm -hmm. a uniting force Mm -hmm. between us oh yeah totally Um, I would say that one of the things I would say about Allison too is we're we are not um those friends who who are exactly alike Mm -hmm. you know we don't walk alike and talk alike (laughs) but we have a lot in common yes there was something you had brought up years ago which I found fascinating Mm -hmm. was that um you're it's fascinating just because um we know that we rebel Mm -hmm. when we are kids Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and and I so embraced all of this Mm -hmm. um spiritual you know the spirituality but you had rebelled you said you and your <laughs> brothers not just you it's you know and, and I almost wonder if you're mm-hmm. if all of your friends and so forth were in that place too of yes we know these things mm-hmm. but we don't do these things because mm-hmm. we're we're in a whole different way of being and yeah. thinking yeah um, but it was that too was was it was, <laughs> it was actually it was beautiful it was beautiful, mm-hmm. it was beautiful mm-hmm. in that um, there was an integration going on in that moment. But oh, oh this, yeah. And this is amazing because it's something there's, I would never have said that to you years ago. I would <laughs> never have said that. I no, I think, I think that's entirely true because like, as you said, I kind of rebelled. It's basically my mother got into the metaphysical and kind of really got in touch with her um, mm-hmm. Native American, our Native American ancestry after my parents divorced when I was about, well, she got into it about when I was about 12, 13, but I had Mm -hmm. gone to Catholic school and, you know, I had the very conventional middle class (laughs) upbringing, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, went to church every week, that kind of thing. Um, And she got into this stuff and she kind of took me and my brother along for the ride and we were exposed to it. But I think my way of rebelling was just, I was like, yeah, 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 you yeah, whatever. Good, just <laughs> yeah, like not just interested. Be like, come do sit, meditate with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go watch TV or do something. You know, that kind of thing. But it was around me. It was. In, I didn't realize how much it was ingrained in me until you know, probably when she passed. Because all of a sudden it was like, oh, I do have this because of my understanding of the kind of the metaphysical world and you know ancestry and how we're connected to spirit and all that because she had just talked about it all the time Mm -hmm. it was there when she passed it was like oh okay I it gave me a coping mechanism 
Um, oh, that's true. It totally did. And, you know, it made that experience so much easier because in a way she had prepared me for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it didn't, I didn't really come into kind of, you know, my belief system probably until that because right. all of a sudden it was like, okay, I now need this. Um, but then also just working with you, talking with you and spending time with you is like, okay, now I see how this works for me or how I can make it work for mm-hmm. me um, to make it my own. So, yeah. And that's interesting how quickly I've, I've watched with other people. This is, this is more in terms of friendship than our relationships with our mothers, but mm-hmm. I have watched in people, um, including myself, at the passing of your mother, mm-hmm. how much of your mother kind of steps forward in mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And you do have to sort out. Mm-hmm. You will, I mean, you will yeah. just naturally oh, yeah. sort out what's me, mm-hmm. what's my mother, mm-hmm. um, what do I embrace? Yeah. We, we may not specifically ask those questions, mm-hmm. but we start to find out oh, yeah. as we truly, mm-hmm. you know, how we how we take ourselves on. But mm-hmm. um, and doing what I do, especially in mediumship, it's, it's seeing how um, our families are watching our perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not yeah. judging, they're not pushing for anything, but, yeah. but they're seeing, they're having a sense of, this is who I was. Mm-hmm. How much of that is engaged mm-hmm. in my child as mm-hmm. well? Yeah, um, that's amazing. <laughs> we were also talking about um, um, the mediumship, the times, mm-hmm. the times that um, she's come up mm-hmm. for you. I don't. Mm-hmm. Know, I think we had talked about something that was. Um, oh, you mean yeah. in the, those weeks after? Yes. Weeks yeah. And a couple of years after. Oh, right? well, yeah. yeah, no, she's definitely come up. Um, and, you know, that's just helped me. Well, I think for me, it be, you know, you've kind of been the, the, that conduit for me mm-hmm. um, because I realized very quickly that for my mother to come through, <laughs> well, it, I know she has to trust the person and trust me with that person. So, you know, so and because you got things that I've never had anybody else get, even when I've had some other people, you know, read like I know she's very good at telling you the things I need to know to know. Okay, then this is her. This is you've Mm -hmm. been very specific. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. (laughs) Um, That's nice. to know. Yeah. So, you know, there was that kind of trust or um, Mm -hmm. reassurance Mm -hmm. that, you know, this is this is okay, And this can kind of just be you know, a support. So, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, so that was the beginnings yeah. of our, <laughs> definitely the beginnings and of our And then it devolved into the frivolous and, stuff. <laughs> and, and even sometimes feeling like Allison's mom has been a teacher for me. Mm-hmm. So I am grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so continuing on, just talking about friendships mm-hmm. um, to the audience, to you, um, how are you, how are you open to friendships? How does it, again, we don't, we don't devise a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but is it, has, have you found it interesting how um, a connection to someone will open at a time very, at least for me, mm-hmm. not when I'm looking for it, mm-hmm. but if you look back, yeah, you go, oh, this was just the right person at the right time. Yeah, totally. I mean, because I think to a certain extent, our friendships come out of school or work at a certain phase in our life. And then as we get older, I think those are the ones that come at the right time or the moment they're supposed to. I think those are the ones that usually come up 
in those moments. I think that's the way, what I've found. Because um, I do think, you know, some of my older friends, those are definitely situational, you know, school, neighborhood, right. you know, work, um, yeah. that kind of thing. But as I've gotten older, I think the friends that I've gained to that group are usually the ones who are more kind of, you know, there's something going on in that moment where I need that connection with that type mm-hmm. of person mm-hmm. or this, per- you know, I've become a different person and this is the person who's coming into my life at that time who oh, can yes. go with me on that right. journey or that phase of my life. Right. So, yeah. Becoming yeah. and going of relationships. Right, exactly. Because I would imagine for you too, I mean, you have friends who come and go or come in, you know, feed a certain facet of your life. Oh, yes. Um, you know. yeah. yeah. When I think about the stages mm-hmm. of friendships, yeah. um, I to this day, I think I still have, I have uh, one I would still call a friend, even though we now haven't talked for a very long mm-hmm. time. Um, but, but I even have a quote here about the best friends are people you don't need to talk to every single day. Mm -hmm. You don't need to talk to each other for a few weeks. But when you do, it's as if you've never stopped talking. Mm -hmm. Um, I was thinking about that. So I've got one friend from kindergarten, one from junior high that went through high school, Mm -hmm. saw her once or twice, um, often at the passing of one of our Mm -hmm. relatives, Mm -hmm. of our parents, actually. So it seems like, you know, if you feel like you're getting an indication or a direction from the world of spirit, it might be that. It's (laughs) like, you'll need these people (laughs) for this period of time. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, And then... And uh, and then this kind of leads into how do you make friends? I've had clients mm-hmm. come in and say, I am so lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe my wife has passed on mm-hmm. um, or um, um, we moved, lost yeah. these friends, lost touch with these friends. Yeah. How do you make friends after you're out of school? Because it's so yeah. much easier when you're in connection to people. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's a good question I think that's something people a lot of people struggle with I mean you know I think you know once you're done with school you know naturally it's work I'm actually in an interesting situation where I work from home I don't actually work in an office anymore and I've noticed that that's really changed things (laughs) for me in terms of friends like you know I did make a couple of friends when I was at work um, and you know I still have some of those friendships but have I, I haven't made any friends through work in the last, oh, God, I've been working from home for seven years now. It's hard. <laughs> Other yeah. than the people at the coffee shop who know my order. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. That, Everyone goes, here comes Alice. Yeah, pretty much. They know my order. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think it's about, you know, finding interests. So, you know, for us, it was, you know, the writing group. Um, and I think that's. That's the avenue. That's you find you find something that you're interested in and you just kind of keep showing up and then you see what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it takes mm-hmm. time, though. I don't think you're, you know, you can't just show up a couple of times and expect, <laughs> oh, I'm going to meet my new best friend. I don't believe that happens. It takes time and it's going to be, you know, you might all just show up to the same appointment or the mm-hmm. same meeting once a month or twice a month. And then after time, I'd be like, hey, does anybody, anybody else want to get together? You know, maybe you arrange to meet outside on at a different point or something um and i think that's what once you get out of that routine i think that's what kind of allows you to maybe meet each other on a more personal level um and then you're kind of taking control of it and then you just kind of increase those 
outings Those or outings, meetings, yes. you know, because they're more yeah. casual. It's less about, oh, you know, and it might still be that you're getting together, in our case, mm-hmm. to write. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just in a different, you know, guys and you know because i know for us our writing sessions turned into for, for the group turned oh, into goodness. like you know basically we'd be meet for two hours and we'd spend an it's hour talking still when we try to write <laughs> the intention ourselves the for intention 20 minutes is writing out yeah sometimes but but that's cha- what happens challenge and just like yeah, all right for you the become, next 20 minutes we're gonna you just become closer them. and you start yes. developing those personal relationships right. and out of that you gain those friends so yeah. yeah i think as you get older it's just about finding those interests that you know you can meet people on the same mm-hmm. in the same place at because mm-hmm. yeah it's harder for work and and even if you are in an office i would imagine it still can be hard because a lot of people don't connect on a personal level or well, want to or if you're the boss or you're the boss <laughs> or you you're uncomfortable having you know co-workers know about your social life or you want to keep the public That's and the personal true. separate, separate yeah. you know whatever yeah. um so that can make it harder yeah you know? I, I think joining I think joining um, things is important, whether mm-hmm. it's a sports team mm-hmm. or you, you, um, I know someone who loves um, working out, mm-hmm. but for her, and she's an outgoing person, mm-hmm. um, everyone at the gym becomes her friend yeah. Yeah. and she cares about yeah. them and they, when they see each other, they build those relationships because she's very outgoing, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are not yeah. is part yeah. of the issue too. Yeah. So it's, it's um, definitely facing um, and talking with people about how you get out of yourself. Um, and I like the idea of taking classes. Yeah. So again, so like yeah. you were saying something yeah. that you're interested yeah. in. And I think not putting pressure on it because if you oh, go absolutely. in there and you say, okay, I'm going here because I want to make a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that works. <laughs> I don't think you're going to manifest that because I, I think you put too much pressure on it. Yes. I think yes. you just have to go in and appreciate whatever experience you're going mm-hmm. for. So if it's some kind of group that represents something you're passionate about mm-hmm. or taking a class or going to events on a regular basis that are about a certain thing, you know, you just have to go there and enjoy that for what it is. Right, and then right. if over time by showing up and just being out in the world, if you make friends, then great. Mm-hmm. Do it. I was but, thinking, too, there's there's a certain level of neediness mm-hmm. that people pick up on. Yeah. So yeah. if you're if you're like really intent mm-hmm. on someone, people start to wonder why. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's going on Exactly. There. And I think it's about um, being comfortable in, in your own skin. I do yes, think that's important. Definitely. And, you know, if you're in an environment where you at least feel like you're doing something that you're passionate about or that you're interested in, then maybe it lets go of some of that neediness or that, yes. you know, yeah. so that people don't pick up on that. They just kind of see you for someone who's enjoying what you're doing. Yes. And that will attract the right people to you. The focus is the thing, the yeah. topic rather yeah. than rather than yeah. on so I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get this friendship <laughs> from this person whether they like it or not. Yeah. What about um I know I know you have some friends that you've made on social media. I don't. I don't <laughs> engage with social media in that way. That's just oh, me. Oh, listen to that. I do not. Well, I, I, no, I don't I'm know. Yeah, no. I just, yeah, I, I have a weird relationship <laughs> with social media, even though I'm constantly pushing you to do it. Um, there are people, but don't you, there are people that you must gravitate to, because that social media is just the oh, definition yeah, yeah. of gravitating to. Yeah, no, it's definitely helped me figure out, like, what my interests are and the type of people that I'm intrigued by. Mm-hmm. But have I reached out and, like, 
to be like, hey, I really appreciate. Let's meet. Yeah, exactly. Like I've never done yeah, that. Yeah. Like, and that might be the introvert think, in me. Honestly, <laughs> so. um, social media, tw- Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, any of the others, um, is one of my proofs of intuition. Mm. Because when I see the groups that come together and that are comfortable talking with each other, mm-hmm. comfortable checking in with one another, mm-hmm. um, and um, and have identified their language, their mm-hmm. own way of speaking, mm-hmm. just sort of automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, this is so intuitive. You mm-hmm. know who fits in. You have a sense of maybe who doesn't, mm-hmm. or you can't relate to the way they speak about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a feeling. It has to come through yeah. through your your gut mm-hmm. instinct, which mm-hmm. means your emo- which is where your emotions reside and Mm -hmm. um, since friendships have a lot to do with emotional support Mm -hmm. and um, what you need (laughs) in a day Mm -hmm. um, I find them very fascinating and that and if and if your life real life friendships are going to change so are your social media friendships Mm -hmm. going to change they change a lot faster Mm. and I've noticed there can be problems with people who will feel I don't know why I don't get along with these people anymore or they're not yeah. contacting me mm. anymore and I feel left out mm. or they feel um, frustrated. I see people take breaks. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just had enough for the last week mm-hmm. of, uh, to, to stay away from social media yeah. for a little bit. But then um, do they come back and feel like they can have those friendships still there or have those disappeared because they've taken that break? Some of, some of them do come back. I see okay. that. Yeah, like if it's a week break or something because okay. opinions got to mm-hmm. be too intense or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It may not be because um, someone has said something you know bothersome Mm -hmm. because I do I actually see that quite a bit and Mm -hmm. especially especially over the last couple of years where there are many heated discussions Mm -hmm. not just about what you're a fan of but Mm -hmm. politics and Mm -hmm. society and so Mm -hmm. forth um you may that's where you may find out on social media you disagree or you're 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 ending the partnership there Mm -hmm. um yeah people will go out they'll change their Twitter handles Mm. or they'll keep the same, but you just don't hear from them anymore. Or they just go, I didn't need a break um, and I'm back Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. And yes, people, people are fine with that. People I've noticed. Yeah. If you left on friendly terms, then Mm -hmm. you can come back with those same friendly terms. It seems to me. Um, But if you, if you insulted everyone (laughs) and left, and then you come back. Mm, I'm now, guessing and no. You, you have to build those trust. Yeah, tr- mm. trust in in friendships is an important topic. Yeah, and th- but that would be in one place. But yeah. I still, I really, really do maintain that um, th- when you call them friends, you must you must in your mind distinguish, or you should. You know, mm-hmm. I can't tell anyone mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you are distinguishing, though, usually between social media friends versus long time. Yeah. Um, the thi- the things that make a real bond. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of imagination that goes into yeah the social media. Yeah, I've I found that interesting because um, it is a situation where. Um, someone I knew who was talking about their friends and it finally struck me that they were talking about these friends and they were people that were in the same like Facebook group of, mm-hmm. for a common interest they all shared 
but she was speaking of them as like really good friends. And what I knew about this person was that she really didn't have friends outside outside of that and like people that she met on a face-to-face basis she was someone who struggled socially yes um and it was just fascinating to me because that was the first time i'd ever heard someone talk about friends in that capacity from social media and these are people that probably knew nothing about her life they were just they all commented on the same thing and i just found that fascinating that Mm -hmm. that's how we would use that term because i would have said oh you know this person that's in this facebook group with me you know said this or Mm -hmm. you know i wouldn't have used the word friend but it's i think social media has acquaintance right (laughs) yeah even acquaintance you know um but i think Social media has changed how we define the word friend, um, which I find fascinating. I think maybe many of us have met people at this point, and it took me a while even... Um, with with clients, mm-hmm. if they talked about their seventy five friends mm-hmm. or so, I real you know it took time for me to realize you yeah. don't mean people you have sat face yeah. to face with, really been engaged with, yeah. um, in personal connection. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but for some people, and yet, and so I'm not I'm not putting that down. No. What I'm saying yeah. is. Uh, for some people, that's a more comfortable way of yeah. having a Well, friendship. and I mean, way back we had pen pals, you know, yes. probably all of us had one at some point when we were kids. We got yes. probably got paired with someone when we were in school. And it's kind of similar, you know, it and it, it that relationship was all about what you decide to do with it. Did you and your mm-hmm. pen pal right outside of the class assignment or did you keep that connection that kind of thing and you know what you might never have met in face to face you might never have talked on the phone that thing especially back in the day so you know it's not to say that you can't have that but I do think that people apply the word friend Mm -hmm. to social media acquaintances (laughs) um, or uh, fellow users a little too quickly Um, and you know because the it's evident that it hurts when you lose someone you thought was a friend yeah yeah goodness i'm hearing so many topics in here because (laughs) i do know that you know the whole idea of pen pals um there's something even more personal about writing with your hand that deepens Mm -hmm. that connection you've taken time to think you've taken you then take more time to ask questions about another Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. um i do notice yeah the a lot of people in 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 not just in threads but if mm-hmm. you dm with people sometimes um no one asks what you do who mm-hmm. your family members are mm-hmm. um you know wh- who's in your life mm-hmm. it's always um you know i was just seeing someone last night is going to be losing a pet mm. there it's old the, yeah. the the animal is old and so mm-hmm. um there's been a deep connection there but and i do see amazing numbers of responses right yeah um but it just stays at a nor- narrow place yeah. and uh, I go back and forth with that. I was like, why aren't they saying anything more heartfelt than I'm mm-hmm. sorry? Um, but I think they're also waiting for the person to let them know yeah. how to address this because they sure. don't know that person yeah. very yeah. well. So. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think yeah. sometimes with social media, you don't want to infringe and offer advice to someone who you oh, don't know because yeah. yeah. you don't you don't want to I think there's that yeah. worry of offending somebody there, yes so because you don't their have, beliefs are different than right yours, exactly gone off track completely. right exactly <laughs> so I think you know there's a little hesitation sometimes right um and right. how you portray yourself and also I think you know you you 
this is my impression. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You have your relationships with those people are very narrowly focused. Like you mm-hmm. said, you're not getting into your family yes. or, expanding. you know, you're expanding. And so, like, you know, we, we had talked about, like, you know, what what do friends talk about? And what does it mean? You know, if you yes. have those friends, um, you know, are you talking about everything? So if you have a friend on social media and you call it a friend, that person, sorry, <laughs> if you call that person a friend, um, you know, are you, what do they know about you? Because I think right. someone has to know at least some aspect of you. They don't have to know everything to be your friend. But right. they have to know a personal aspect of you or one side of you hmm. to know you. Um, that has to maybe go a little deeper than, you know, we share a common interest in a type of music right. or, right. you know, but that's not yeah. to say that that can't be a friend. Um, but Absolutely. it's just it's how deep are you going with that? Right. So um, and then there, you know, because it may be that you're, um, you know, you're, you're a fan of something mm-hmm. or a fan of music or whatever. Mm-hmm. You may actually meet your yeah. social media friends yeah. um, and you may meet them several times. Mm-hmm. So then it really, you know, mm-hmm. you do feel mm-hmm. more of a connection because yeah. now you <laughs> well, see now they're reacting well, to things. That also and, goes to people that you meet, you know, by going. That's where you put yourself out there and you go to events and you go somewhere. do things. You yes. might see the same people over and over again. And it might be like you see each other across the room like. Oh, hey, you know, I've seen you before. Mm-hmm. And it builds. Yeah, and that. it just slowly yeah. builds. But if you put yourself out there, then you develop that deeper connection where it might start to be about, you know, mm-hmm. this common love of a band. And then you realize, oh, you know, I also really like mm-hmm. to run. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Let's go do, you know, would you want to do that? You know, it just expands. But I think friendship yeah. requires an expansion of your interests. Definitely. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. And we we had talked a little bit about, and I wanted to bring it up, mm-hmm. um, the, again, friendships come and go. Yeah. Um, um, not that I <laughs> not that I want the juicy <laughs> friendships and gossip. No, <laughs> like the juicy details mm-hmm. of difficulty with friendships, yeah. but that's something to bring yeah. up, too. Well, I think, you know, you can outgrow a friendship. You know, yes. I mean, yes. oh. and it doesn't have to be something painful it, or it right. doesn't have to be something dramatic. It doesn't mean right. that it has to be some knockdown drag out fight. You know, oh, what, gosh, it doesn't, no. you know, it can simply <laughs> just be like, you know, you just start calling each other less or, mm-hmm. you know, you might just check in with each other maybe once or twice a year. But but it goes back or to that. someone gets uncomfortable with some right. you, and those you don't even know the subtlety of losing a friend yeah. sometimes is because they you don't even know. They'll just not want to talk yeah. about that thing yeah. and then don't want to talk anymore. Yeah. And they pull yeah. away from you. Yeah. 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 And you can have that. Or it just maybe the friendship changes where it's not as close as it was before. But mm-hmm. that person is still in your life to some extent. And it goes back to what you said about, you know, friends are the ones that you can, you know, not talk to for a while mm-hmm. and then you know, pick up the phone and, you know, connect again. You might not connect on the same level that you once did, and it might not be mm. as deep, but there's still a connection because there is a shared history. You do know each other, right. you know, so you're going to have that. And so. the difference, you might actually even want to celebrate mm-hmm. the fact that it's now a different yeah. kind of relationship, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. can be amazing. Yeah, yeah meeting the, f- the couple of friends I have, that I've known long time mm-hmm. ago and mm-hmm. we've grown up now mm-hmm. um, is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, uh, it's more than two. There are two that are still 
quite close, I feel. Mm -hmm. But then others whose um, views have changed mm -hmm. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And those are like, oh, I remember you, but we'll just kind of keep it at this, <laughs> <laughs> this Yeah, and that happens. So, that happens. I love you from over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah. there can be issues yeah. that you can't talk about yes, together. Yes, that you just, you know, yeah. will <laughs> yeah, exactly. are taboo for the two of you. Right. And you have, and, and many of us have a variety of friends mm -hmm. for for different kinds of relationships. Exactly. Which is exactly. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I just, um, you know, when I think about the differences between people who are like, I can't reach out and get close to a lot of different, a variety of people, mm -hmm. um, I, I would still say that's something about checking in on yourself and your um I think everyone is complex. I think mm -hmm. everyone does have that variety. But mm -hmm. if you are holding yourself in, if mm -hmm. you are healing very often mm -hmm. from an emotional trauma, mm -hmm. if there are trust issues, mm -hmm. you may not be able easily to reach out and create new friendships mm -hmm. yeah. um, and that variety that I'm mm -hmm. talking about. Yeah. But there's something about some of the ones that I see who just in an in a kind of an innocence mm -hmm. or um comf being comfortable with their vulnerability mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to just open their arms wide and go who's yeah. who am i going to spend with today right. yeah is fascinating yeah to me. well and i think there's also an expectation among some sometimes that your friend has to be someone who gets every side of you I don't think that's true. <laughs> you know, true. Yeah. you can have friends that fill certain needs or friends yes. that you talk about about certain things. And that kind of goes a little bit to maybe the social media friends is, you know, you might meet that person or connect with that person that's on a true. certain interest. Mm -hmm. I think that's I do think that's true, you know, in kind of your real life friendships, too. You have people who fill, you know, either they feed a certain interest that you have or, you know, there's someone you can talk to about different things that you can't, maybe it's politics, maybe it's religion, maybe it's whatever. Um, there are the people who have known maybe you and your family your entire life. Mm -hmm. So they get that side of you and you can talk right. to them about, you know, family stuff or without defining terms. Right. Exactly. They know the history. So, know you know, you, they yes. know if you walk in and you want to Yes. you know, complain about something, right. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> get it. They understand what the context is. You don't have to go back and be they like, just look okay. in your eyes. Uh oh, what's the matter? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So there are those friends who get you on that really deep level. Right. And then there are the other friends who is just like, oh, yeah, we go get coffee and we just kind of catch up. But they might not know everything about you. Right. Just um, there was one there was one more quote that I wanted to share. And um, it was um, talk about the mistakes you've made, your battles and struggles, and then wait. <laughs> those who stick around are your true friends mm, yeah that's, that's very really true. interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very true yeah um um and then the last thing that i wanted to bring up was one of the things that made me want to do this episode was i was thinking back i'm looking oh the nostalgia <laughs> but i'm thinking back to when I was 13 years old and I was traveling with my parents and on that, on the, on a train in uh, Europe, um, there were three women traveling together and they were in their sixties and they were clearly friends because they were finishing each other's sentences, mm -hmm. talking over the top of each other. There's a little bickering, but it was good humored. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I even asked because it seemed like they seemed just like an older version of me and my friends, <laughs> um, but their topics were <laughs> probably a little <laughs> different. <in> <laughs> and seeing how they had all this life experience, mm-hmm. and a couple of them had lost their husbands, one had never mm-hmm. married, mm-hmm. and they they said once the third one was free they knew this was what they wanted to do. They'd been in relationships where the partner had not wanted to travel. Mm. And this is this was part of who they were now. Yeah. And there was such a freedom of expression. One of the things I knew was that that was what I wanted mm. in my life. Yeah. So it really was kind of a conscious thing mm-hmm. from when I think about it, the, all those years and years ago mm-hmm. to now was, mm-hmm. this is the kind of person that I want to be. I mm-hmm. don't want to be the lonely um, old lady. Mm-hmm. I'm so you know I'm sorry to say is out there. Yeah. Um, and actually, that lonely you know I can also see that lonely old lady may be very very happy, but mm-hmm. but the idea of the gathering. Yeah. Um, of the ritual of friendship, mm-hmm. of the compassion, yeah. and someone to share yeah. with, just yeah. was was everything I wanted yeah. for um, for this topic, mm-hmm. but for life yeah. as well. No, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. Thank you. Um, I'm yeah. just going to share my contact information. <laughs> um, but seriously, I really want to thank you for being a friend <laughs> and coming and. Um, and being here and yeah. um, your the, the ease of talking about friendships <laughs> with a friend is yeah. the best thing possible. That's true. Yeah, so that's thank true. you, thank you. Well, thank you for having me. And, you know, you were going to talk about what you've got going on. But I, you know, I just want to point out to people that, like, I've had your Reiki services in the past. And, you know, what oh. it's always kind of stuck with me how what you do goes beyond what, you know, the description is like it says Reiki and everybody thinks, you know, oh, she just does Reiki. But how what y- does it seem people just really briefly? Yeah. Does it seem people think what Reiki is? Uh, just a, yeah, just, just, just from your experience. I what think, people you know, it's the idea it. that you go in, you basically kind of lay on a table and, you know, someone's running energy on you or putting, mm-hmm. you know, hands over you or on you, depending on the practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, it, you know, it's the idea that it just stops at that. And maybe there's not necessarily a conversation. Um, and, right, you know, because I think a lot of people maybe think of it, you know, like a massage kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> that you go in, mm-hmm. it's your time to relax, you don't really interact. But what I found interesting with you is that you're using your other skills which is you know you'll use the intuitive you'll do an intuitive reading and it expands it's more expansive and it's more insightful and it's more than just about the body it's about it is about the spirit too and I think that's really fascinating um so I you know I just hope people are aware of that (laughs) it can be more of an experience than just you know going in to get Reiki because you know there are those there's those practitioners yeah I, I had two my I have had in the beginning of my Reiki practice, I had two teachers, one who was very intuitive, mm-hmm. and she used her intuition in her practice. The other one claimed all over the place that she was not intuitive, mm-hmm. but she could feel the energy. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. intuitive, but mm-hmm. she could feel the energy. She saw the effects of it. Mm-hmm. And because she felt that she, there, she was interacting and that it was something was happening for people, yeah. 
um, in those results, she pursued it. And mm. I thought that was an, a, a very courageous thing to do. Yeah. But what happened to me right from the beginning was the intuition came in. Mm. So it, and, and in using the intuition, sometimes a Reiki session with people, and you've had, I think you've had a few mm-hmm. or a couple, a few yeah. Re- yeah. Um, sessions with Over me. Sometimes I'm very quiet. Yeah. And it depends on... Um, whether I've seen whether I'm seeing a person the first time or I'm seeing them the second or third time, each time is different. I ask, "What's mm-hmm. what do they need?" Mm-hmm. Um, if they need a very quiet session, mm, then we run that very quietly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if they need explanation, because sometimes people are very new to this, yeah. I will have periods during the session where I'm explaining where I'm moving my hands Mm -hmm. I always tell people to tell me things if they're uncomfortable certainly but also tell me what you feel tell me what you see in your mind's eye as I'm doing a session because it's interesting what comes up for someone say if I put my hands over their belly and they Mm -hmm. have a memory of um, being with uh, their grandmother Mm -hmm. versus if they have a headache and I'm at their head and perhaps an issue comes up um, that brings in color and feelings Mm -hmm. and sometimes tears flow and Mm -hmm. so forth. I'm going to want to be able to talk with that person. Um, And I have this background too in in yoga philosophy right. or yoga spirituality, yeah. which lets me speak to mm-hmm. what's going on with someone. Yeah, exactly. Certainly breath work and mantra comes yeah. into it for someone. Mm-hmm. So, so that Reiki is absolutely in the end thoroughly relaxing, mm-hmm. but the act, having someone being active, yeah. even though they're laying on the table, right. to either just listen or to participate a little mm-hmm. in the release of... Yeah blocked or heavy energy Mm -hmm. and the then also the lightening up or the enlightening of their total being yeah and um i'm not always seeking for people to walk out vibrating like crazy but to feel like every part of them is alive Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah. that's yeah that's no and I just I just on, you know yeah. I'm you know yeah. I'm one of your advocates so oh. I just hope people realize <laughs> yeah, that it goes beyond friend, yes thank you. <laughs> you champion thank your you. friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no I just hope people um realize that you know right. there is there can be more to it All um, right. if you're yes. with the right True. person there you know doing it is. with the right person so yeah so the last thing that mm. I want to do is a reading for you. Okay. It's just a one card. What I normally do is a one card tarot mm. reading. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just to see what comes up for you today. Is okay. that a good That's intention good. to sure. set? What do you need to know now? What, do I need what to would know you now? like to know now? <laughs> <laughs> or if you have something else you want to say. Mm, what, do, what do I need to know now? I think that's always a good okay. one. All right. after Mm -hmm. shuffling okay and what I would say to you so Mm -hmm. in our limited space here Mm -hmm. is just cut the cards Mm -hmm. and I'll draw a card from the bottom just feel where to um, split it where to split it or let them split (laughs) they will also choose that's for sure oh interesting okay (laughs) um 
I would so what I have is the five of cups it's the cloaked figure and he's looking at three spilled cups and then two standing cups behind him mm -hmm. um, often this card is about grieving mm. but it's also it's just generally in general about loss leaving something behind mm -hmm. um, I find I've always found it interesting um, there was a period where I never saw this bridge in the background, but then it's like, oh, um, it's water, it's water, water under, under the, the bridge. bridge. Yeah, okay. Um, there's no use crying over mm -hmm. spilled milk, mm -hmm. you might want to say mm -hmm. in this. And there's also a sense of at some point this person needs to move on. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the, the, the intuition I get with this is there's something you need to move on from. Mm -hmm. uh, you do not, and again, I always, <laughs> I always tell my guests on the podcast, I don't, I'm not putting you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, so yeah. Tell us again all the juicy details. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. But there's there, the feeling. The feeling is that the that you're in the process of letting the past be the past. Mm -hmm. um, there may be a little bit too of sifting through the past, finding um what's memorable what's relevant what's mm -hmm. important to you mm -hmm. and then letting letting that time right. go or yeah. letting an era go yeah um the po one of the positive things i would say is and certainly in this card is as you let an era go or another time go um this person who has the, the grieving cloak mm -hmm. on will drop it yeah. and face two cups mm -hmm. standing mm -hmm. which are like a um, the two pillars that show up in the tarot. It's mm. walking through the doorway yeah, okay. into a n the next phase. Mm. So mm. I want to say that to you. It kind yeah. of feels that you are processing the mm -hmm. past. You are mm -hmm. letting um, the past go. Mm -hmm. And um, in you, there's a knowledge that there's a whole new frontier yeah. or a next phase yeah. that's coming. Yeah. Um, and perhaps even what might be holding you back from the next phase is somehow holding on to mm. the past. Yeah. Let it yeah. go, Let Alice. You're going to sing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> and a song and dance. <laughs> and you can tell me if you think that applies. I know that many it probably, of us It probably know, does. So. I think. Oh, see. So, all right. No, never mind. It probably okay. does. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think we're all... You know, we are all in all process. In process is one of, of the ways you know, of saying it. But, yeah, no, exactly. You know. Everyone has a phase that they need to. All right, next phase with. world. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. There all we go. of us, we're we holding go. hands and leaping into the future. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I know you asked me to find I, a quote. Yes. So um, just to kind of wrap up. Yes. Please. So this one is from the great sage Winnie the Pooh. Actually, one of my friends would love this. <laughs> that I'm doing this one. Um, if ever there is tomorrow when we're not together, there is something you must always remember. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. But the most important thing is, even the most important thing is, even if we're apart, I'll always be with you. Aww. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> well, one more time, I want to say thank you, thank Allison, you. for for coming in today, but <laughs> for being my friend, um, a wise woman, a mirror <laughs> for me, um, and my social media guru. <laughs> you have helped me in so many ways. Now that everyone knows I don't really like social media. <laughs>
That does uh, you don't like it because of experience, so that's yeah, why probably. <laughs> the important thing. <laughs> and my thanks to Paul Preston, who's sitting right here, who's my sound technician, and to Kevin McLeod for the music. And listeners, keep cruising through your light and your shadows. Join me in two weeks. And I always say Om Shanti. I am a peaceful soul, or may peace be with you.